Blog Talk Radio. Oh, hello everyone. This is Helena Steiner Hornstein talking to you from beautiful and sunny Florida. Oh yes, I look out through the window. Maybe I should close those blinds so I'm not kind of distracted by the beautiful weather. I know some of you sit in cold climates and you're looking at the gray climate around you. And here I am in beautiful Florida. And so many say, particularly in Europe, they say, oh, I'm so envious of you. You're so lucky to be able to live in Florida where it's warm and nice in the winter. And I said to them, why don't you live here? Why don't you live somewhere in a warm climate? Why don't you live in Spain or Canary Islands? And they said, oh, I couldn't possibly afford that. Well, of course you can, because if you can afford to live where you live, in a house, you pay mortgage or you pay rent, and you have a car and you pay for that, and you pay for your food, you can afford to live just about anywhere. Of course, it's all relative what you, what you think, but... Spain and, and uh, I said, Florida, we are not that expensive. We are certainly cheaper than all the northern Scandinavian countries and Germany and France, my goodness. So very many times we just take, we make excuses for, for things, uh, why we are not doing things. So, yeah, I am sitting here. I'm Helena Margareta, Helena Steiner Holstein. And I'm as upset as everyone else out there in the world. And you heard that in my last program. I was flaming mad at what was happening with all this bombardment of an innocent country and how this Russian egomaniac, and I'm saying that, I don't live in Russia so I can say that, how this really bad person, and I mean that also, Someone said, well, he's a dictator. I said, you know, even dictator is not good enough for me. I just think this is a bad person for what he's doing to the world. And he sees no limits how he can hurt others. He just couldn't care less. Anyway, how can we, if we put ourselves in a different place from him and we consider ourselves good people, what do we do? Is there anything we can do? Is there a cure for all this? And I'm going back to history. History has been a horrible, horrible thing on this planet. History has been just doing awful things all along. We actually have had a good time of peace now, longer than believe than ever in history. So it's not that we are not survivors. We are survivors. But we have a certain interest right now in really preserving our planet. We cannot start to put the darkness first. And that is what we have been doing. And many of them have sent really good questions. And of course, we had this with the vaccination and with the pandemic for a long time. And many have asked, is there, you know, some kind of 
coincidence that this is happening, Putin's making this move now, after the pandemic, or it's not really quite gone yet, but how come it's coming now and not later or earlier? What is the plan that is their plan? I can only say that I wish I can look into a crystal ball and read his mind. But yes, there is something going on with the finances. This, this is what you are kind of referred to, referring to. I believe and I've seen and I've heard and I hear a lot of things from all kinds of sources, as you may know. And there is a move now trying to go away from free money, which we have been enjoying, to digital money. And once you are in the digital money, you have no freedom anymore. Everything is there. Everyone can look up every penny. Well, of course, there won't be pennies anymore. That's just too small to, to, to keep in the digital mode. So everything you own is going to be recorded for the government, for others, and for other sources of the not-so-good as well. So I don't believe in digital money only. And I've seen that in Sweden. You live with it now in Sweden, and I hope to go to Sweden unless Putin's making yet another move. But it's not healthy to take away people's money. You know, when we have children and they don't have their own pocket money and they can count their money and spend their money, it's not good for them because then already they lose this track of imagination, of freedom. And that's maybe a move that's going on now. Take the freedom away from people in every way you can. And I have here a question. Let's go into the questions and have them answered. By the way, at the end of this particular podcast, we're going to have a healing meditation for the world. And then I thought I would do just the meditation for the world probably tomorrow again at the same time. Not as long or anything, just the meditation that you can listen to. And maybe I will do it again next week. So this is something you can look for when you feel kind of down because so many people feel down these days. I do that myself. And when you cannot find anything to look at on TV, you have to look at the shopping channel because everything else is so negative. You know, that's not a good sign. But anyway, we have Lori in Miami. Hello, Lori in Miami. And she's asking, is Putin the Antichrist? Well, that's a good question. And I'm sure that's what many, many people are saying. Yes, he's the Antichrist. Yes, this is who he is and what he is about. So what is an Antichrist? Well, the original uh, idea of an Antichrist is someone who doesn't believe in in uh, Jesus Christ, so to speak. I will put it the way, someone who doesn't believe in love and light. It's definitely someone of the darkness. So it's someone who doesn't believe in love and light. 
And when you don't believe in love and light and you, you're not putting that first in your life, it makes it a harder life. But when you are anti-love and light, which I see now with Putin, and I really say that openly. I don't live in Russia, so I can say that. Had I lived in Russia, he would come with his flags and arrest me, of course. And I think anyone in Russia right now who criticizes his regime is automatically jailed for 15 years in those horrific Russian prisons. But anyway, we should not talk about it. But Antichrist, so those are the ones. Uh, and the one who writes about this is John and Daniel, you know, in the Bible. And, of course, you have the book of Revelation, which is, again, written by John. And that's the last book in the Bible, which is kind of depressing because everything comes to kind of to an end there, but, again, not quite. So the, uh, John is writing, Antichrist is coming and has already come, and we come again and again. And this is, you know, true. We have seen those egomaniacs come back to this planet trying to ruin everyone's life again and again. It seems to be something that we have to start to get rid of. And that's why it's so important that we change the energy around us to this love and light energy. It may sound like idealistic, and of course it is, but I'm not an idealist. I'm very much a realist because I was told early on uh, from home, never be an idealist. You will never do well if you are one. You know, I believe in the good, but I believe in reality as well. So when Antichrist is someone who denies, denies the good in life, the love and light. But then also according to Daniel, he says, the Antichrist will speak against the most high in the country and try to change set times and all the laws. He will disregard the peace treaties all the laws, and he would gather armies and start attacking. And then he demands to be worshipped in all this. And this is what we see. Putin is not the only one. They all want to be worshipped. You have to stand there and clap hands and adore him. You know, that's what they need and what they want. Clearly, they have some kind of hang-up. They are psychopaths. Clearly, some, clearly something is wrong with these men. So when we see those people from early on, and these are not truth seekers. These are people who totally disrespect, dis, uh, disregard and disrespect truth. And his followers usually do the same. They just see blindly and follow blindly. So please look for those people in the world. And this is what we now are dealing with over that, unfortunately. But now, if we can say the good thing in all this is, when these chapters uh, were written in the Bible, their world was a very, very small world. 
they lived in a surrounding that was small. They didn't have any cars. They didn't even have bicycles. They had, you know, uh, they, they, they had different modes of moving. Well, they had the wheel so they could move around. But then they needed a horse to take them places. So their world was very, very small. And the world we're talking about is, is Palestine, Israel, you know, and going east further to Mesopotamia and so on. This was a small world. And that world, according to history, has been burning and distracted and totally ruined many, many times, even recently. So yes, the world has come to an end for them many, many times. But as you have seen, the world has survived. The only thing is when they get crazy people like now who start to press a button that would just destroy a whole planet and they couldn't care less because they could care about no one. That is the problem that we have. So that's why we have to spread that energy. So those, those people who destroy and want to destroy, they're cowards. Yes, they're cowards. That's why no one is allowed to speak against them. They immediately attack those. And that's why they need the applause all the time also. They need appreciation to make them feel better because they don't have that love and light in them. So we have to start to charge ourselves with this love and light and just create a love and light environment. So there won't be that many followers or maybe no followers at all. And without followers, those uh, antichrists or whatever we should call them, egomaniacs or dictators, they are nothing. They cannot invent weapons for themselves. They don't have the knowledge. So Mr. Putin, get yourself a real job. Become an accountant or something. Get out of our hair. We don't need you here on this planet. And stop destroying people's lives the way you have been doing all along from the beginning. And to make money, your yeah, money is nice. But when you get that much money, it's more of a burden. I really mean that. Too much money can be a burden. What do you do with it? to really use it, to put it as a good use, unless you would to like to improve conditions. With your money, you could build up the country you have destroyed, Mr. Putin. Is that something you have, would ever think about? It's a very good thought. Then in all this, I get questions, and I have, this is from Sandra in Jupiter, Florida. Florida again, good. How can God allow all these atrocities that are happening right now? God is not doing those. People are doing that. And these people are trained or told to be bad. In the beginning, before Putin was getting angry that he was losing, Russian soldiers were leaving. They didn't want to shoot those tanks. They didn't want to run those tanks. They left them. They wanted to go home. He knows that 
he really has to program people to do his evil errands. He knows that. And what he started with these soldiers, he let them wait out in the cold for weeks. They had nowhere to sleep except on the floor in the tanks. They had no food. They were cold. So now they were getting, you know, vicious and angry and wanted to get going and probably get angry at everyone. Because at the same time, they were given the propaganda. So we have the whole picture that the thing that is the common denominator in all this is we allow a lie to be accepted. We allow lies to move on. And once we do that, we will have a world of darkness. So enough for that. Do we have a chance? Sally is asking that. And Sally, of course we have a chance. This is what I'm talking about. I don't believe in the end of the world. Do you know this planet has been here for so many years? And I saw recently on the History Channel how they found an old axe embedded embedded sand rock. And that rock was formed 140 million years ago. And there was life on this planet that far away from us. This is more than we can measure normally. We say, oh, yes, we'll have had Stone Age not too far away, you know. Oh, that was quite recent. Oh, no. We have had population here on this planet from a long, long time ago. In China, there remains of pottery, not pottery, China, beautiful, beautiful China, so finely made, it can hardly be made today. And they found that from thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago. Isn't that amazing? You know, when we judge whatever we are judging today, if it's history or whatever, we are judging from the point where we are standing today, from what we know today. We don't know much today. We live in a limitation today. We live in an era of logic. And what I'm trying to do is just to loosen us up and opening up to more extended, extended thought and belief systems. And you have to have freedom in your mind for that. Isn't that wonderful what we can do with ourselves? So that is, and I have another question I thought was kind of uh, interesting. Uh, Are ETs, which means extraterrestrials, checking on us, trying to help us? And that's from Brian. And Brian sits in Frankfurt, and you're probably an American. Uh, And... uh, are ETs checking on us, trying to help us? The extraterrestrials, well, they're now coming out in the open. Well, not they are. They have been here for a long time, actually, among us. I am a strong, strong believer in extraterrestrials for very, very good reasons. Maybe I should not get into it now, and that's why... I believe in so many things. 
And I believe because of my meetings with extraterrestrials since I was a child, this is why I'm talking the way I do. That's why I'm believing. That's why I'm seeing. That's why I can see, you know, through your bodies and see your organs. And I really can also say we all can do that. But we have been trained and programmed from, you know, limitation from the very beginning. And I see that little children say, oh, mommy, I see, I see like a man standing over there. And he has, he's wearing those funny clothes. And they look like a sweet, you know, I've never seen before. And he has like lace around his sleeves. It looks so funny. What is that, mommy? Who is that? Why is he standing here outside in this, you know, here in the forest? And the mother immediately says, oh, no, you don't see anything. It's just imagination. Well, we have imagination that is connected with our reality. So when children start to see that, when my grandchildren start to say, oh, you know, I have so many angels around me or you know they are wearing different colors and I'm going to tell them to come and sit down with me and then parents say oh no you don't there are no angels here you don't see any angels I came to school and I said oh I see angels I know how they look like I see them and the teacher said oh no you don't see any angels you know when you're put into doubt like this you stop you stop seeing things in the morning. So when my grandchildren said, oh, you know, I see angels. I said, oh, tell me about them. Who are they? Oh, this is a boy angel. He's wearing these and these colors. And this is a girl angel, you know. And they, <laughs> they, they, they can describe and they give them names. And usually the same so-called, if they're spirits or angels, I don't know. I cannot see what they see because this is their picture. Children, before they turn six years old, they can see things. And if we could allow them to see more, we would bring up new individuals to this world. I see the way Sweden is doing now that when a woman has a child, she stays home for one year with the child to take care of the child. Next year, the husband or the man, the father stays with the child. He has to look after the child. You know, this changes men. It makes them, it turns them into better human beings and better men. They see the value of a human being. They see the work. They see the, the inspiration. You know, they see the humor. You know, they see how that child grows up and develops. This is something that's valuable. You don't want to hurt that being for the future. You don't. And this is why it's so good that we start to put men in so-called women's position. You men will never give birth to, to a child. You will never understand what we have to go through. Only a woman knows the true, true value of a human being. But when you start to look after your children, or if you're a single dad who suddenly had to take care of your children, you become a different kind of person. You are together with life, the reality of life in a new way. You do. 
By the way, I got a little message here to Mr. Putin before we end his mentioning him again, and that is, Mr. Putin, you're of the old school. You believe that only a king or an emperor can make an impression in the world. You don't understand the ones who make an impression now in the world are the ones who perform. Rock stars, movie stars, TV stars, authors, even healers become rock stars out there. People who do good and entertain. Your kind is outdated. Go away. Your kind is outdated. And everyone else who's listening out there, it's time that you put the first commandment first. Love and light. You should have no other gods before you than love and light. That's the first commandment. And that was written long, long before religion. And that is commandment you find in several different religions. Put that love and light. Put your God first. And the one you are to worship is the God you worship, which is love and light. Oh, yes, this is tiring for you. (laughs) Very tiring for you to have to live in this kind of world with the ups and downs, and we are dependent on those decision makers out there, the ones who decide, now our world is going to be this way today. Today you're supposed to believe this way. And this is why, and I see that in the United States very much, more so than in Europe, because in Europe people put, speak freely about how they believe uh, politically. In America, particularly among women, you cannot do that. Start to air your opinions. And don't get angry if someone doesn't agree with you. Start to talk it over and see what is the difference between your way of thinking. Don't turn the leader into your religion. And that's what I see many times. People can defend a a political person, start screaming and yelling because they agree with that political person. No one will have exactly your opinion out there. So you can have, you know, you can start to build a feeling within you that you are happy and what you can do about your life to make your life a very, very good life. It is actually very possible. For, for what three things should you keep in mind during these difficult times? Well, number one, big time, hope. You must have hope. Without hope in the world, we have absolutely nothing. And the good thing about hope is it's available right now. Hope is available this very moment. You can grab it and you can enjoy it. It's absolutely readily ready for you. Make that hope good. Hope is good. It goes together with I only wish for the good things. I believe in that. Have hope. And that's why, you know, when you think all is lost, all is gone, 
know have hope. I know I have listeners in Ukraine as I have in the in the yeah, in the Russian Union right now. Ukrainians have hope. Have hope. Even if they destroy everything you own. Or when they do that because they feel that's pretty much what they are going to do. Have hope. He can never take your mind away from you. These people can never take your inner freedom away from you. They can never take your light away from you. Your light is yours. No one can stop you from using it. So now you choose hope. And you know, when you do that, you choose a direction forward. You have hope. Even, you know, I go back to old days when I had to pass exams at school and had to get my degrees. I was always nervous. And sometimes I didn't know. And I remember once I had been sick, seriously sick. You know, I hurt my head (laughs) in a car accident. I couldn't read. And I just chose one of the many books that I should know. You know, I had a stack of books I had to read through just for my exam. And I was now much, much better. I could read and could retain information. But I just through my fears, I picked one book because there was no more time and no, more, no other way I could retain more information but one book at that particular short time. And now I had hope. I had such big hope. Oh, yes, let's only do this particular subject. Only that one. Please, please, dear God. And then, instead of being nervous with that hope, I started to have faith. Faith, a strong belief. It's going to go this way, the way I wished for. I only expected that. And I had that positive feeling. And you know, the book I had studied, I remembered real well. I even remembered, you know, it was cursive writing, it was italic writing. I remembered everything in it. I could just go through the pages and go through the pages and go through to till I reached the information they were asking for. I happened to have this photographic memory, so for me it was good. But you see, if you have hope, you are much more in a better place. And then with the feeling of hope, you have to have this emotion, the feeling of really believing it, of faith. Yes, you have to have faith in life. And that you begin to really feel that this is, this is really going to happen. So you expect the best. And you keep that positive feeling in you. So now we are going to be above this darkness that we see in some places. Particularly if you are in that part of Europe. And I know I've talked to so many in Europe during this past week. People in Europe are also scared because they just feel, okay, now that we have those tanks going, they will just continue into the next country and the next country. So there is a situation. We have to also start to pray 
against this lunatic who is commanding these troops to destroy light everywhere ahead of them. We have to send him light because he clearly represents the darkness. Even if he says he believes in a God, he clearly, Hitler said he believed in God also. Oh yes, they all say they do. And they're using this power. You can use the God power for the negative to a point. But once you start to send them light, there will be a collision. And the Bible predicted this for all of them, that they will never last. Everything is temporary. We have to make sure that it is temporary. But anyway, what we were talking about, the extraterrestrials there again, and, and that totally came off track somehow. Yes, they are there, and they are looking at our planet world. They had done this for a long, long time, long before we knew about them. And I, if you look at history also, and you look at old drawings here and there, it seems, you know, like so many of those things are out of, you know, it doesn't fit in with this, what we have here on, on this planet. So I really believe they've been around for a long, long time. And also, I believe if someone said, are they good or bad? Just like here on Earth, I think you have influences of the negative from other planets. I also feel you have influences of the highest good. And I believe mostly is it of the highest good. So at this point, uh, yes, the governments all over know about them. And I even think they are have very close encounters as well. But this is not something, and I know a lot, as I said, but how much can I share right now within this short time? We have opportunities all along to open up to a new consciousness. And once you have this new consciousness, you get more aware of what's going on around us. So much of the craziness. And I know that some people are listening to me right now and say, oh, no, she's just gone crazy. No. I've had a long time to, to mature my thoughts and to know what's going on. And when I say there are extraterrestrials around us and above us, and maybe even underneath us, they're there. <laughs> there is such a thing. But when we live in the limitation, when you've been programmed to live in the limitation, we cannot have people who are too knowledgeable out there. They have to keep their knowledge to themselves. But then for you out there who already know and who already have feeling and already have seen things, you're okay. You're not nuts. No, there are things happening out there that are of very much of a higher vibration, of a higher dimension. Even among my private friends, you know, my good, good friends, they have, they can tell a lot of stories of what they have experienced with extraterrestrials. And I do believe they're supervisors. So we haven't seen the last thing yet with that. And also I believe much of the technology we're using comes from the extraterrestrial realm. 
So this is the point where I see we're going towards the time and I promised a little meditation. But again, come back tomorrow. Just go to my website, Finding Your Inner Light or BodySoulConnection.com. FindingYourInnerLight.com or BodySoulConnection.com. These are two different websites. Don't ask me why. It just happened that I have it. I have that for all kinds of reasons that I can talk about another time. My email is Dr. Helena, info, D-R Helena, my first name, info, short for information, at yahoo.com, D-R Helena, info, at yahoo.com, and activeil at gmail.com, activeil with A-C-T-I-V-A-L-E, at gmail.com. And I'm Helena, Helena Margareta. And I will talk to you soon, always God willing. (laughs) See how our computer system works here. So now begin to relax and relax. If you ever hear music in my meditations, they always come from Stephen Halpin's CD called Gifts of the Angels, the beautiful CD, or beautiful music for meditation. Very high energy. Stephen Halpin. Yes. Thank you, Stephen, for your permission to use your music. And I use it all the time. Now begin to relax and relax and relax. You go deeper and deeper and deeper. And should the disturbing thought come in, get rid of it, throw it away, and now let go of all disturbing thoughts and feelings, and suddenly find yourself in light, in shining, shiny light. You take a deep breath. You feel so relaxed. Suddenly, you feel you have hope, a strong, strong feeling of hope, of faith in the good, of trust. You trust the good. You have faith in the good. You have hope and absolute conviction that everything is going to be all right. Those are the three things you ought to practice. Hope, faith, trusting the highest good. Yes, you shine. That light within you is shining broadly, intensely. And you feel how it's going in through your pores. And you feel more and more and more how all about you is getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Your love feeling. Yes, your love. For you, for your life, for your purpose here in this world. And now you feel that you are receiving light from above. 
light is coming to you from above and shining over your shoulders and into your chest area and all over your back. And there's one more ray that's coming in into your head, into your thoughts. And it goes through your body, through your spine, adding balance of the good within you. You feel prosperous. You feel well. You feel knowledgeable. You allow that feeling of wellness going through you. I am a shiny light. I am a shiny light. And I'm spreading light And everyone who is receiving my light is spreading it further. And from the country where you are, you're spreading your light towards Ukraine. And you are beginning to send light to all that big country. And you send light to Europe. And now we are sending a ray of green light, a healing light, to mingle over all those people who are involved. Green light is the light of healing, of love, of unconditional love. And you send that now to be received who those by those who need this, who are asking for it. And your stream of this light, and I can feel it, is becoming stronger and stronger and stronger. And you direct it to the ones you feel would need it and would benefit from this healing, loving light. We are giving hope to mankind. We are giving hope to this world. We are giving hope to everyone who is wishing for the highest good. And the highest good is love and light. I am love and light. And this is the way You are now going to go of love and light. You feel more and more and more how you're becoming a strong force on this planet. Your wish is to shine and your wish is for the goodness to shine on this planet. And now A big, big ray of light is coming from above and it's coming over you and it's coming all over this planet Earth into your country. You receive it in your country. You receive the highest energy which is love and light. It shines And this love and light builds up new structures 
of healing, of love, of shining health and wealth and restore what has been down. You feel more and more and more an ability of standing up for the goodness of the light. You feel it and you know it. And slowly, slowly you will remain in this energy. And now this meditation is coming towards an end. But you will have the feeling of love and light throughout the day and the night in your dreams. And this is the message you're going to send out there. Thank you very much. Thank you all. Thank you to the world that you are so cooperative. And I'm so touched that you all have been wanting to do good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And this is Helena Steiner Holstein talking to you from a sunny country, South Florida. Thank you so much again. Goodbye. We'll be back soon.